Welcome back to the Keto Transformations Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Chalk Zero. I love their chocolate squares, their dipping cups, and their entire line of syrups. My recommendation, the chocolate syrup. It is so thick and rich. It's just like hot fudge. Oh, so good, you guys. One of my favorite Chalk Zero products of all time, Keto Bark. It's a thick bar of chocolate filled with your choice of mix-ins like hazelnuts, almonds, or even coconut. Delicious. I think I need to go grab a piece right now. In case you haven't heard, Chalk Zero is launching a brand new sugar-free Snickers bar this month. It's named after their marketing director, Rhea, and it is incredible. You're going to love it. One of my favorite things about Chalk Zero chocolate is it melts perfectly. I've used it for all sorts of topping, dipping, drizzling. It's fantastic. Now, my good friends over at Chalk Zero have extended a 10% discount to all of our listeners. Just head over to ChalkZero.com. Use code OHMYKETO at checkout. That's O-H-M-Y-KETO at ChalkZero.com. This week, we have Emily joining us from Instagram. You can find her there under the name This Is Keto Life. So, Emily, how long have you been keto and how did you hear about it? I started in March of last year, so March 2017. I had always, like, I had kind of done low-carb off and on, you know, yo-yo dieting for the last 10 years before that, probably. So just, like, searching for recipes and stuff for low-carb, I would see the word keto come up. Kind of eventually looked into it and realized, oh, that's just, like, really low-carb. But I just never thought I'd be able to get that far down, I guess. And so then kind of on another diet attempt, I thought, well, let's just give it a try and see if that makes a difference. And it turns out it really did. It sure does work. Yes. So what motivated you to start keto? Was it mostly for weight loss? Yeah, I was mostly trying to lose weight. Definitely got some other benefits from it, but that was the main goal when I started. Have you had any challenges or faced any setbacks since you started? I've definitely had periods where, you know, I hit plateaus and didn't lose just like everybody does. Maybe kind of one of my biggest things was like two months in, my boyfriend took a picture of me. And I, at that point, I'd lost about 20 pounds. And I thought I was, you know, doing great, feeling great. And then I saw this picture of me and I just thought, wow, I just have so much more to go. And I don't know if I can do it. And so it kind of really hit me hard. But, you know, all you can do at that point is just keep moving forward because going backwards isn't going to help any. So overall, it's been a fairly smooth journey. So Emily, do you intermittent fast? I do. I usually do about like 17 hours and then a seven hour eating window, sometimes a little bit more on the weekends. It kind of just depends on my schedule for the day, what kind of works best for me. I'm not super like strict with myself because if it just doesn't work out today, I don't worry about it too much. And I actually kind of started before I even knew what intermittent fasting was. And I just got where like I would wake up and I just didn't feel hungry. So I kept pushing my breakfast later and later. And then once I read about it, I thought, oh, that's kind of what I've been doing. So maybe I'll try to push it to hit the 16 hours at least and kind of get that minimum. And from there, it's just like every couple of months, I realize I'm waiting like an hour later than I used to. So it's pretty awesome. Do you exercise? I do. I started out real slow in the past. Like, you know, I would go super hard in the gym and kill myself and try to burn every calorie I could. And this time around, I was like, I just have to do something that's sustainable because I I can't keep that up. And so I just started walking on the treadmill. And I just thought at the end of the day, after work, even if I'm tired, I can still make myself go for a walk. You know, it's not going to be that hard. I don't need to run five miles to feel like I exercise. So I started super slow and easy. And from there, I've just kind of started increasing and and I've gotten where now I'm doing like some distance running. I ran a 10K earlier this month. I guess back in October, I started incorporating some strength training to try to build my muscles and stuff. Wow, a 10K, huh? That's awesome. Yeah. 
I have always wanted to be a runner, but anytime I tried before, I'd always end up with the most horrendous pain. But I actually just started easing myself into running just a few days ago with zero problems. That's really awesome. And I've always heard like a lot of like shin splints and stuff like that really just comes from doing too much too fast. So starting slow like that is perfect. That's like the best way to work your way up. So maybe I could get a race in one day. That'd be so cool. Yeah, totally. So Emily, do you track your macros? I do. I track everything on my fitness pal. Even like I hit maintenance back in January and I've still continued to track everything because I don't mind doing it. I actually kind of look forward to like planning my food for the day and it's kind of fun to see what you're going to look forward to eating. So I just feel like it kind of keeps me on track and it's not too much of a hassle. So I've kept with it. That's a good tip to log prior instead of measuring and eating and then finding out later that you were over or under either way. Exactly. Or yeah, you get to dinner and then you realize, oh, you only have two carbs left and that really limits your options. So yeah, and then it kind of helps you like allows you to pick priorities because if I kind of plan out what I want, but it's not working, then I can decide, well, I don't really need that for breakfast. I can do something else that makes dinner work better or whatever. So I kind of like to do it that way. What benefits have you experienced since you started keto? Well, definitely a lot of weight loss. Uh, I lost about 60 pounds. And then I wouldn't say I ever got like the crazy keto energy that a lot of people talk about, but I definitely have like a much more consistent energy that lasts me through the day. And I just remember like I used to just feel tired all the time and kind of occurred to me recently, like I don't fall asleep watching TV anymore. I don't, I don't feel tired in that same way. I just kind of have a consistent energy that keeps me going all day. And then at night I'm tired like I'm supposed to be. So that's been really awesome. The other thing is I literally, I used to take um, heartburn medicine pretty much every day, sometimes a couple times a day. And I have not taken anything since the day I started keto. I have not had heartburn. So that's been really good too. Are your friends and family supportive of your keto lifestyle? They are. They've been really supportive. My family, they've always kind of, I guess, differed from the norm. They're not like super low-fat people, and they've always kind of questioned that kind of thing. So it wasn't a big surprise to them to hear kind of the research coming out about fat being good for you and all that stuff. They're super supportive in general, and they they just want to see me happy. So they, they definitely have seen the change in me, both physically and mentally. My stepmom just told me the other day that she just thought I seem so much happier now. That's so nice and so helpful to have that support. Yeah, I hear horror stories about the people that like their parents are, you know, like telling them something's low carb and they actually put sugar in it. It's just like super unsupportive people. Oh, no. I know. Now, Emily, do you find keto to be more or less expensive than your previous way of eating? I actually find it to be a lot less expensive. I was pretty much eating probably 95% of my meals from restaurants. So I just, I mean, you know, I had no motivation to cook. I just felt, like I said, tired. And, and so I would pretty much just get takeout or go out or get fast food. And even fast food these days seems so expensive. And so I was spending so much money on food. And I have like just changing my way of eating and pretty much making all my own food. I mean, I've seen a huge difference in my bank account. So that's been an awesome bonus. Do you have any tips for making keto more affordable? I think just keep it simple. Like there are definitely, you know, recipes you can find where there's all, you know, crazy ingredients that you have to order online and all that stuff. But it's not necessary to make those in order to be keto. So you can certainly, you know, go buy ground beef, buy chicken thighs, buy, you know, vegetables that are fairly cheap. And if you keep it simple, it's not going to break your bank. Now, Emily, what are a few of your favorite keto staples that you always have on hand? I always have like two 18 packs of eggs in my refrigerator pretty much because I eat a lot of eggs. It's a keto cliche, but I do always have bacon on me too because I pretty much have bacon for most breakfasts. And then I think broccoli is a really good staple to have. It's real versatile. What else? 
shrimp I keep in the freezer because it's, it's real quick to like thaw and it's really quick to cook. So it's easy on a late night dinner, stuff like that. Oh, that's a good tip because it really is just a quick rinse underwater and it's good to go. Exactly. And it's also like low calorie, so it's, it's easy to fit in if you didn't plan well. Now, Emily, what keto meals make it into your weekly rotation? But one of my favorites is broccoli alfredo, and I basically just use the broccoli in place of pasta and do an alfredo sauce and can add chicken or steak or just keep it as is, and it's really good. I used to love pasta, and now broccoli has, like, replaced that love for me because I think it's almost as good, and you don't feel, like, bloated and heavy after you eat it, so it's pretty awesome. That sounds so good. I love alfredo anything. I do, too. It's so good. What is your favorite keto recipe or dish? It changes all the time because there's so many great recipes out there. But one of my favorites right now is a cauliflower risotto. Super easy. I just take like rice cauliflower, put it in a saute pan and brown it a little bit. And then I add some cheese and butter and a little bit of heavy cream and just kind of mix it up. And it's so delicious. Like I'm obsessed with it right now. <laughs> you can add like um, shrimp to it or ham and eat it in the morning for breakfast. It's so delicious. Oh, I would have never thought of adding ham. That sounds great. Yeah, it's almost like grits, so it's really good. What do you enjoy most about keto? I think that I can eat so many great foods and still lose or maintain my weight, and that's just never been the case for me. I love food. I enjoy cooking and eating, and I always thought I was going to have to kind of give that up in order to lose weight. And with keto, I still look forward to pretty much every meal I eat because it's delicious, and it's still allowing me to feel the way I want and look the way I want. So it's like the best of both worlds. Now, Emily, before you go, what tips or advice would you give to a keto newbie? My biggest piece of advice is commit to at least four weeks of no cheat. I think the most important thing that keto has done for me, at least, is really changed my level of hunger and my level of craving all the time. So if you're constantly hungry or you're constantly craving sugar, it's really hard to stick with it. So the best thing you can do is basically starve those cravings and make your body forget about sugar. And then it gets a lot easier and you don't crave it anymore. But if you're constantly kind of having little cheats here and there on the weekends, your body's never going to kind of let go of that hope for more sugar. And it's just going to be harder on yourself. So I think it's really important to at least get four weeks and give your body a chance to kind of forget about it and transition into new cravings for keto foods. And it really seems like the majority of people doing keto don't see it as a diet at all. It's a total lifestyle change. I agree. And that is, yeah, the biggest difference because I kind of always would lie to myself and say, oh, yeah, this is going to be a lifestyle now. But I knew, like, I was already planning my cheats for when I hit my goal weight, you know. And this time around, it wasn't even like I went in going, okay, this is a lifestyle. It was just once I started, I realized this is definitely something I can do forever. And be happy doing it. Exactly. And enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today, Emily. Thank you. I loved it. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.